Buenos dias, it is December 6th, and this is the J6 Podcast, and I am your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man Bonnell. I don't know why I just said that, but, you know, I think I'm going to get back in the groove of trying to uh, make sessions every day, because the news is just getting juicier and juicier by the hour. And honestly, I don't even know where to begin. Should I begin with the Speaker of the House, both current and past? Or should I get into Liz Cheney and her uh, diatribe about her own party? Or should I talk about the 45th president who completely has lost his marbles? And everyone is kind of standing around pretending like um, an ex-president is now on a war path and claiming that he is going to be a dictator on day one. And those are his words. And the problem that we have is that no one is taking it seriously because it's Donald Trump. See, they're used to um, a game show host uh, running around like Krusty the Clown, acting like a fucking moron because that's what he is. But the president of the United States is a serious job. It has serious responsibilities. And when you have someone like the current president, Joe Biden, president of the United States, uh, the 46th president of the United States, um, and when he does it as well as he possibly can, people forget uh, where we were three years ago or four years ago when we were in the downward spiral of a pandemic and not knowing if we were going to have a future, because that's really where we were. And that, my friends, is at the, um, the delivery of the Republican Party, the GOP MAGA cult. So um, I don't even know, honestly, where to begin. But I think it's important to begin with Jack Smith's latest pursuant motion um, and a notice to the Federal Rule of Evidence, 404B. I'm not going to go through it verbatim, but what it is um, is a document that basically is saying that the government will provide the defendant and the court extensive advance notice of the intrinsic evidence it plans to introduce at trial, including through its exhibits and witness list um, of, a, of a detailed brief of how and I'm just going to kind of go through the main points. And I think it's important to understand what the main points are. One, historical evidence of the defendants, that's Trump, consistent plan of baselessly claiming election fraud. And he's been claiming election fraud. And now that audio and video is out there, when back when President Obama won the election, Trump was out there on the main stage saying that the election was rigged and that it was corrupt. So he's, this is basically Jack Smith's reminder that Trump has been doing this for a long, long, over a decade. Okay, So it's not like he just woke up January 6th, most people believe, on the mega cult side that he is an innocent little bird and that he has never done anything wrong in his entire life because that's what fucks media and all these other propaganda machines wants you to believe. And then you have 
our current situation with a president who knows his job and is doing it to the best of his ability, and, the, and America is kind of humming along, you know, our GDP is at 5%, which is pretty good. No, people don't have enough money in their pocket, but that's not the president's fault. You know whose fault that is? That's your employer's fault. So quit blaming the president and the Democratic Party because you're too fucking broke to buy a gallon of milk or a gallon of gas because that's not the president's problem. That's your employer's problem. So if you have any beef with why you don't have any money in the bank and you're not driving a Bentley, that's not the president's fault. That's your employer's fault. Blame them. But anyway, I digest. I digress. I don't know why I said I digest. But anyway, okay, so that is his first course of action to provide historical evidence of the defendant's consistent plan of baselessly claiming election fraud. And he's been doing it for quite some time all the way back to 2012, when he sent out a tweet saying the voting machines had switched votes from then-candidate Romney to then-candidate Obama, right? So we're going all the way back over a decade. So the little boy who cried wolf, Trumpy Dumpty, he's been crying wolf for quite some time. And to say that he is on the up and up, you are delusional. He is a fraud. He's a snake oil salesman, and he's been taking your lollipops for a long, long time. And I'm talking to you, New York City, and his 30,000-square-foot penthouse apartment, which really only 10,000 feet. So what he did was take that business acumen to the White House, and now he's trying to sell it to us. And and the, the Department of Justice are putting flames to his feet and he's crying foul and he wants his mag cult followers to believe that the government is coming after him for no reason okay so that's um a as an apple so the next motion specific argument is b as in boy Historical evidence of the defendant's common plan to refuse to commit to a peaceful transition of power. The government will offer proof of this refusal as intrinsic evidence of the defendant's criminal conspiracies because it shows his plan to remain in power at any cost, even in the face of potential violence. For instance, at a September 23, 2020 news conference, the defendant was asked whether win, lose, or draw in this election in light of rioting in many cities across this country, um, he would commit, they asked him, would he commit to making sure there's a peaceful transfer of power? And that fucking ass clown responded, well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that. I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. And, and, and the reporter interrupted him, and he said, I understand that, but people are rioting. Do you commit to making sure there's a peaceful transfer of power? Trump responded, I know, I know. We want to have, get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans, we'll have a very peaceful, there won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. The ballots are out of control, and you know it. So this is, once again, more proof that he never intended never intended on a peaceful transfer of power. And I'm going to read that sentence one more time 
because in his blathering when he's talking, he, he speaks like the devil in tongue, and he speaks backwards and double talk. So let me read that once again. The defendant responded, that's Trumpy Dumpy, I know, I know. We want to have, get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans, we'll have a very peaceful, there won't be a transfer, frankly, there'll be a continuation. The ballots are out of control, and you know it. What ballots is he talking about? You mean the ballots that people voted with legally and voted for whomever they voted for? Are those the ballots you want to get rid of and that he tried to get rid of and that he was blaming everybody in every state he could possibly blame them of, of rigging the system? Because that was his excuse. He is a liar. He's a, he's a, a real liar, but he is a liar. And he wants to feed that to you, like he fed it to New York City, telling them that he lived in a 30,000-square-foot penthouse when he didn't. He lived in a 10,000-square-foot penthouse. Okay. C. Motion C, as in Charlie. Evidence of the defendant and co-conspirators' knowledge of the unfavorable election and motive and intent to subvert them. So this one is basically going around saying that in Michigan, they had sent their cronies and their henchmen to the um, arena where they were counting the votes. And it, this was on video, and, and, and the Michigan uh, voting um, people, they were like, shit is hitting the fan here. People are trying to break into the building. And you know why they were trying to break into the building? Because Trump's cronies had sent them there now and this is an important part and i've been talking about this guy for quite some time and it's interesting and i think it's deliberate that jack smith has called this person this attorney who is co an unidentified co-conspirator an agent and i'm going to say that one more time agent jack smith for the first time has identified one of Trump's co-conspirators as an agent, as in a spy, or an agent, or a secret agent, or an agent. I'm gonna spell it. A is an apple, G is in George, E is an echo, N is in Nancy, T is in Tom. Agent. And this person is goes by the name of Boris Epstein. And if you listen to my podcast, you know who he is. And I'm going to remind you, because old Mr. Boris Epstein has been a little bird on Trump's shoulder for a really long time. And old Mr. Boris Epstein is a Russian-born asset. That's what I've been calling him, but the media doesn't pick up on it because that's not what interests them. Real news, right? So once again, Boris Epstein, who is Trump's Attorney, and at the time, he was working with the voting, uh, the election, you know, the campaign, and he was the one who sent people to Michigan so that they would try to subvert and create chaos and a riot at the Michigan election location. So once again, Jack Smith, for the first time, has not named him, but he's identifying him as an agent. That's important.
So put a pin in that because I'm going to come back to that. Okay. So once again, Jack Smith identifies this unindicted co-conspirator as an agent. And he's also an unidentified co-conspirator in the Georgia case. So here we have Trump's attorney, who really is his right-hand man, who was a Russian-born asset. And nobody really talks about it because he's kind of flying under the radar. And if you watch any of the trials that Trump has been going to, he's sitting next to him. Not directly next to him, but he's sitting in the vicinity of Trump. Now, you tell me why Trump has a Russian-born asset on his payroll. And then you have to ask yourself, well, why is the Department of Justice wondering why Trump has a um, relationship with the USSR or Russia. It's because he has somebody who was born and lived in Russia for quite some time, okay? He lived there for like, since he was like 12 or 13 years old. I've talked about this years ago because he came up on the radar a long time ago. And for some reason, he's been involved in um, this whole debacle. But nobody's talking about him because Jack Smith is not identifying him. And I'm wondering why this document, the notice of evidence, um, is blacklined or it's blacked out. Because he's talking about this guy as if he's an agent. I'm going to read it specifically. Trump made false claims regarding election activities of the TCF Center when, in truth, his agent was seeking to cause a riot to disrupt the count. This evidence is admissible to demonstrate that the defendant his co-conspirators and agents had knowledge that the defendant had lost the election as well as their intent and motive to obstruct and overturn the legitimate results. So, you know, I'm sorry, but they're too intelligent to not identify this person as an agent. And maybe I'm swinging and missing, but I don't find it coincidental that Boris Epstein... He's a fat, ugly Russian. Um, he, he has a law degree because after he was probably programmed in Russia, came to the United States, got a law degree, and now he's sitting right next to the president. And you want to know why the Department of Justice thinks that Russia is involved in all of this? Is because Trump is sleeping with Russian agents. Hello? Wake up, people. Okay. So the next um, section in the evidence uh, of notice is D as in David, pre and post conspiracy evidence that the defendant and co-conspirators suppressed proof their fraud claims were false and retaliated against officials who undermined their criminal plans. Well, I mean, you don't have to go no further than every acting um, administrator that worked in the Trump administration was um, acting. He wasn't actually never confirmed because he couldn't get them confirmed because they were all losers, okay? So he fired everybody. It didn't really matter. And this brings me to an important part of um, what I want to talk about. And one of the things that Trump wants you to forget is that when he was in office, 
he was firing everybody. And I'm going to kind of talk about Cheney, but I don't want to give her any more because you know what? She's a Republican and she will die a Republican, which is perfectly fine with me. But I'm sorry, um, you don't change your spots overnight. So she, you know, and then they ask her, well, you voted for Trump's, um, you know, his legislation 95% of the time. She's like, no, I voted it for 98%. Well, yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes off the rails and now you want to pretend like everything is okay. Well, anyway. So she reminded me that um, Trump wanted to use the military to uh, squash and or uh, during the transition of power on January 6th, he wanted the military to get involved. And they said, we are not going to have any part of that. And she reminded me that that Trump had indicated if the military issued any more statements, and this is a quote of Trump, that the military would not be involved in the election, that Trump would fire them. So the military said that they would not get involved in the election. And Trump told, like, you know, the uh, department military heads and whatever, that if they said that anymore, that he would go and fire them all. So you want to know what he was doing um, during that time? He wasn't being a president. That's what he wasn't doing. And that's why we had a pandemic um, and it killed a, a million plus people and people are still dying because he was not doing his fucking job because he was too busy doing something else, raping or pillaging or whatever it was he was doing. He wasn't keeping his eye on the ball, okay? Because he's out on the world stage saying that he believes Putin, who's strong and powerful, over our own agencies, like the CIA, the Department of Justice, Homeland Security. He doesn't believe them. He believes our adversary and our enemy, Vladimir Putin, because he's strong and powerful. Those are his words. Those are not my words. And he's still out there wanting you to believe that he is the man for the job. Okay? I'm here to tell you he's not the man for the job. The Republican Party, the GOP MAGA cult, are not the men for the job or women. They are a defunct party that if they had any sense, they would resign. And I'm going to talk about old Kevin McCarthy shortly, but I want to get through this um, notice of evidence. Okay, so that was Diaz and David. Then we have F. So F and Frank. Post-conspiracy evidence of a defendant's steadfast support and endorsement of the rioters. So, I mean, you would have to be living in a cave on an island in the middle of nowhere to not hear Donald J. Trump, the 45th ex-president of the United States, saying that he loves the insurrectionists and the traitors, and he's, he's cutting music with them, putting it on Spotify, and hoping that he can make some more coins. Because he is an an insane maniac, okay? Because that's what he is. And the Republican MAGA cult wants you to believe that they're the right people for the job, okay? He 
and his Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, wants to evade punishment for the insurrectionist. And that was the latest Speaker Mike Johnson on his release of the January 6th video footage that he wants to block the faces of the insurrectionists so that they can't be um, identified by the Department of Justice. And they want you to believe that that's the right thing to do. They're insurrectionists. They need to go to jail. That's the problem. Unfortunately, the GOP is a crime organization, a criminal organization. And I can't even believe that I'm actually saying this, but I just heard a pundit say that President Joe Biden needs to enact the Insurrection Act now. And I would have to agree. As a military veteran, you have to weed out the traitors immediately because what they, it's like a bad apple. And you know what happens with a bad apple. It rottens the whole basket of deplorables. And right now, we have 150 Republican MAGA cult senators and representatives who believe that the election was rigged and stolen. And they are out there on the daily saying it. And Speaker Mike Johnson is one of them. And then you have losers like Tommy Tuberville, who is a hillbilly from Alabama, and he shouldn't be anywhere near the White House. But because he's rich, he is in the White House, taking your money. Okay? So basically, what this um, evidence, uh, Jack Smith's notice of evidence, was a reminder for Judge Chutkin that he's going to present all of this evidence as fact. And to say that it's not common knowledge, all of this is false. Because we all saw it with our own eyes. And if you believe in the Constitution and you're an American, you know that what keeps us safe is by following the rules. And the reason that people are out on the street shooting each other is because they don't have what they need. The resources have been dwindled down to nothing. And that's why you are a slave at your job. And your company is holding over your head your employment so that you make barely nothing. And the companies are walking around multi-millionaires, multi-billionaires, multi-trillionaires, while the rest of us are having to count our pennies. Some of us are counting pennies, and some of us are out shooting each other and taking what we don't have. And there's the conundrum, which I always talk about. It's sad, but it's a fact. And unfortunately, like I say before, we're at an apex in America where the haves have been taking for so long that the have-nots are starting to crack. You think it's a coincidence that people are shooting each other at will every day in every state across the Union because they are enjoying life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? No. The Republican Party has been taking so much and giving it to the people who don't need it, and those are the haves, and the have-nots are now kind of at the apex. They're tired. And until we get back to basics, meaning the rules and the way the Constitution is supposed to work for the people, by the people, we are doomed. And the Republican Party, they don't care. They could care fucking less. 
And the reason that they continue to do what they're doing is because they couldn't get a job anywhere else. Kevin McCarthy, Mike Johnson, Tommy Tuberville, Marjorie Toilet Green. These people couldn't get jobs at McDonald's because they couldn't figure out how to make a hamburger. So what do they do? They go to the place where it's most corrupted. It's called Capitol Hill. It's unfortunate, but it's true. So it is our job as citizens to make sure that the people who are put into office actually give a damn. But like I said, somebody has been asleep at the wheel. It hasn't been me. I fought for my country. I did my job. But see, people get to a point where they just give up. Okay, so let's talk about Speaker Johnson. So Mike Johnson, and I'm going to remind you if you don't remember, but Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, and his um, amicus brief stated fraud in the election, and Trump wanted a list of who was on board and who would sign it. Mike Johnson, if you don't know who he is, because a lot of people don't still, he's the current Speaker of the House. And he is a traitor, and he's the one who wants to blur the faces of the insurrectionists so the DOJ can't prosecute them. There's your problem. Because the Republican Party has lost their direction for whatever reason, I don't know why, but they're now in authority. And, I mean, you don't have to go no further. Look at Mike Johnson, Jim Jordan, Comey. I mean, you could just go down the list. And the reason that Kevin McCarthy is resigning in December is because he probably knows that the law is coming for him. So he figures, I better get out of town now so that, you know, they can't catch me. Because old Kevin McCarthy, I just heard just about an hour ago, has $17 million in the bank. And $1 million of that came from Donald J. Trump, who gave it to him to revive that mummy. I talked about this two years ago. You've heard it. Kevin McCarthy went down to Mar-a-Lardo because Fatso wasn't eating. Really? Oh, this is according to Liz Cheney. She couldn't believe it either. And Johnson, the current Speaker of the House, tried to get Liz Cheney to sign on to the insurrection. And she, he said that Cheney's tone was too defiant regarding the four-hour conference call. See, this is why they got rid of Liz Cheney, because Liz Cheney, I mean, you know, her father was Dick Cheney and, you know, that guy fucking shit red, white, and blue. Whether you agreed with it or not, he shit red, white, and blue. And so did Liz Cheney. And they didn't want someone like her because she wasn't a traitor. So they had to get rid of her, just like they got rid of everyone else, like Mitt Romney and some other one. Cheney's quote, Trump is unfit and shouldn't be anywhere near the White House. No kidding. We already know that, unfortunately. So Jack Smith, this document that I'm talking about of evidence, is like a template. And it's going to show us how to prosecute Trump. Basically saying that um, he's been defrauding the government his entire existence. And unfortunately, the GOP rolled out the red carpet and gave him the keys to the White House and said, you know, we can control him. 
old turtle fuckface Mitch McConnell, who he could be dead for all we know, um, he was the one who gave this guy the green light. And I heard some senator the other day say, oh, Mitch McConnell on his deathbed is going to be uh, feel guilty for uh, giving the keys of the White House to Donald J. Trump. Yes, he's absolutely right. He is his responsibility. So I'm going to kind of wrap this up once again. Trump in his speeches, quote, I will look at the time regarding election reporter. You know, and I talked about this before. He's basically saying that, you know, if the election um, doesn't go his way, that he, he never answers the question because that's, he's, a, he's a gangster. He's a criminal. And, and to call him a gangster is um, doing a, a, a unjust injustice to gangsters. He is not a gangster. He's a traitor. There's a difference. If he was um, stealing money to give it to the poor people, I would be like, he's a great gangster. But what he's doing is he's stealing from the poor to give to the rich. And there's your problem. And I'm going to end on this. And this is a Trump quote. He'll be a dictator on day one. So this is him saying that if he's put back into the White House, which he won't be, you know, we can all pretend and the legacy media likes to say, oh, you know, what happens if he gets back in the White House? And then you have, um, you have Steve Bannon, that fat pimple-faced fuck out there in his website saying, you know, when we get back into the White House and this is what we're going to do, we're going to prosecute all these uh, deep state the de- I'm, I, I want to clear something up for Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon is an idiot. And I don't know how he continues to be able to do what he does, but he is a lying idiot. And he will never be near the White House again. And quite frankly, he should be in jail is where he should be for propaganda. Okay? And I'm going to the White House tomorrow. And I'm going to... My first question is going to be to the president, why are you not invoking the Insurrection Act to stop the Republican Party from infiltrating our government? Because that basically is what they're doing. Because let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, if you had a McDonald's worker spitting in hamburgers and then management found out that they were spitting in hamburgers, they would fire them and kick them out the door. But what is happening here is that we have a group of Republican MAGA cult followers in the White House being traitors and doing everything in their power to undermine the Constitution. I'm talking to you, fatso Donald Trump, that this has to end. It has to end today. It has to end now. Because what they have done, you know, it's, let me just, this is my last phrase. You can't go into a theater and scream fire and get away with it. So why we're allowing these people to give away our national security um, information on the daily and giving our enemies a one-up on us because they don't know how to do their fucking job. That's the problem here, ladies and gentlemen. You have a Republican Party MAGA cult that has completely lost their marbles, and they think that were the enemy, other Americans. Who in that party does not understand the meaning of the word united? United we stand, divided we fall. 
This is the United States of America. And they have failed, or they've done it. They, this is their strategy. They want to tear it all down. And then they don't give you any solutions to build it back up. They just want to tear it down because it's about the almighty dollar. Because they want to take your money, more of it, than they have now. And there's, there's the gist of it. Well, anyway, I think I've talked long enough. I'm going to go to the White House tomorrow, and I will have an update. I don't know if I'm going to be able to film there, but I'm going to try. Everyone have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.